Welcome to the Sisters in Service podcast. My name is Kat Corchado, also known as the voice connecting women veterans nationwide. This podcast is for anyone connected with the military, from veterans, male and female, military spouses, military brats, even parents who may have children who are in the military. As an Air Force veteran, I understand the trials and triumphs that women veterans go through in service and out of service. And so I wanted to find a way that I could put it out there into the airwaves and let everyone know what we're going through and find a way and a solution to what's happening to us in the service. I also like to highlight these women who are business owners, are entrepreneurs, they're bosses in their business. And so I hope that you will follow me, you will share, and you will subscribe to this podcast, which comes out every week on Tuesdays. And as always, please stay safe, take care of each other until next time. And it's never too late to start your impossible. This episode is brought to you by Small Space Pilates. Are you ready to start your fitness journey, but you're not sure where to start? We all know that our fitness needs change as we age, and we want to have fun and feel a sense of community. SS Pilates is an online community where you will have access to three live classes per week and a library of videos you can utilize at any time that fits your schedule. It's a place where you don't have to be perfect, you can wear your comfy clothes, and turn your space into your own personal fitness studio. There's more information at smallspacepilates.com. And remember, Small Space Pilates is not just a class, it's a community. Welcome everybody to Sisters in Service. You know me, I'm Kat Corchado. And my guest today is Lakeisha Mosley. Um, she's a veteran of, listen up y'all, the Army and the Air Force. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, she's an author. She's a business identity consultant. We're going to talk about that too. She's also a radio personality and host of the podcast, the Lakeisha Mosley Show podcast. So Lakeisha, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Honestly, it's truly a great opportunity to talk to you. Well, thank you for saying yes to be on the podcast. So my first question is... <laughs> <laughs> did you pick the Army and the Air Force or did they pick you? I love this question. You know, the question arises all the time, you know, um, just more so of like, what happened? What made you choose both branches of service? Because really it is. Um, well, I chose the Army first and um, the Air Force. I pretty much had a choice to join it if I wanted to. Um, my particular um you know, um, base, you know, was, was change, making changes. The army was leaving the entire base. So we had to make a choice if we were going to transition and go with them to Florida, which is a great place to go. Um, but then again, it was more so if we didn't make that choice, I had to actually buy into actually changing, um, to go into the air force. Um, those choices were something of mine because I had two young children. I always say they were single digits, you know, that would have to buy in to bring them aboard, you know. Yes. So that was the whole conversation. So I did choose the Army, but the Air Force I had to buy into because of the situation ahead. 
Interesting. So I'm just going to throw this out there. So the Navy or the Marine Corps didn't land on your radar? No. No. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Okay. I just thought I'd put it out there. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about being a business identity consultant. What is it? And why would I need one? Or why would anybody need one? Yes. So being an um, identity business consultant um, really is a a great joy because it's really the root of really deciding if what I want to do when it comes to the marketplace. So it's an opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with people as far as um, what is it that you want to do in this world? Like if you want to be an um, an, uh, artist, if you want to be in music, if you want to be, you know, a painter, whatever it is, I began to show you how you can begin to build that particular uh, platform um, in that regards. You can be an author with, you can be a speaker, you can really be, you know, just an amazing um, uh, mentor, whatever it is, what you're doing right now. But I begin to tell you how you can build your gifts and talents moving ahead for what you already personally have. So I'm going to throw a monkey wrench into this conversation. What if I come to you and I have really no idea? Like I know stuff that I like, but to pick it as a career or as an entrepreneur is a totally different story. So do you have people come to you and say, I need your help, but I have no idea what I want to do? Absolutely. I have people say that all the time. It's this, yeah, I'm great at some things. You know, I I'm have so many degrees, but I don't know if that's what I'm supposed to do. You know, I just don't feel happy about doing that. I always tell people, what is it that brings a smile to your face when you talk about it? What is that thing? I'm going to bring it up to you that childhood thing that you used to do that brings a smile to your face that you want to continue to move forward in. Do you take a, a pan and begin to take a spoon and hit it and you want to write down, you know, whatever it is that you created with that beat? That's something to really take account in. It's something you might want to pursue moving forward ahead. And that's what I began to show others how they can bridge and begin to build from whatever the gifts and talents within them. Because it is within them just for them to be able to cultivate it. And and when you get clear, you understand what it is you want to do. Because I think I see it in just a little bit different way is, you know, what lights you up from the inside out? You know, that that thing. But you never thought that you could. I won't say make a living, but, you know, maybe make a business around it. Who, who knows? They're making, a, there are entrepreneurs doing all kinds of things nowadays. So I, I think that's very cool. So are people that come to you already in business or are they stuck? You know, how do people reach out to you and what, what's, what is it that they say that, that says, okay, you need my help? Yes. So first of all, people that come to me, they're already in business or and they are not in business. Um, A lot of times they connect with me because, you know, some of the things that I pretty much post in my um, particular platform in my podcast, you know, um, my identity driven podcast, you know, um, I'm stuck. You too. I mean, it's like really a, a plug just to say, hey, are you really have an anxiety of this. And, you know, I began to build those bridges. I began to talk about the real stuff. Uh, what is the trauma that you're experiencing? 
Is there something that's going on that you really just need to talk about and really just feel like you want a safe place where we can have a conversation? Building those conversations, Kat, is really how I'm able to really get in the deep root of what's going on, making it a safe space for them to not feel judged, but just for them to say, hey, this is just a space for us all to have a conversation because I feel you. I've been there too. And that's how they begin to open up and say, wow, I feel safe here. I'm being able to open and tell you more. So it's when you're connecting with people, you're not just throwing, oh, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. You're connecting to that other person. I think that's huge. That's such a huge thing is that when you connect with someone, you get their attention. They start to pull those walls down a little bit and then they start to reveal things and you're like, okay, this is a good place to start. So I know you said you wrote a book on how to get unstuck and is that getting unstuck in life, in business, or all of the above? Yes. Yeah, so, yes, the book title is definitely that. How do you get unstuck? And the other part is confused to focus. So I'm bringing them to a point where they can begin to really dissect, you know, what is happening to them at that uh, experience right that moment. But how do I get out of it? So a lot of times they just need to know what to do moving forward. And I began to guide them as far as leveraging them, what they can do right now. I tell them, listen, there's all types of ways to bridge with it. And definitely my book is a resource that's really um, showing them different practical uh, practices and how they can do those things. You know, what's happening to you? You know, write those things down, bridge from that. Let's let's talk about those things that's happening early in the morning, because usually that's when we're the brightest of our day or early in the morning where we can actually have a conversation. But after that, sometimes other things keep our mindsets. If you're a parent, if you're a spouse, all those things come into play. You want to um, support that. But you got to support yourself first and really move forward with that. And that's really how you're able to gauge and what everybody else is thinking at that moment and really bring us in that gap. Absolutely. I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, we get stuck. You know, we start to play this tape in our head. Oh, it's never going to work. And, you know, and I used to, when I got stuck, I would quit. And for all y'all out there, this is full transparency. I sold everything you can even imagine. And I sucked at all of it (laughs) because I wasn't passionate about it. You know, if I asked Lakeisha, you want to buy this? And she's like, no, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I just, I didn't follow through, but I didn't really care. I liked the product. I thought maybe you might like it too, but I think that when something lights you up from the inside out is one thing, but when you're, when you get stuck in business and see, tell me if you can speak on this, is that it's okay to stand still for a minute and just think about where you're at right now because we panic. We're not moving forward. We're not moving the needle at that moment. And we just say, oh, I might as well just stop. So can you speak on that a little bit? Yes, that happens all the time. Honestly, it's just transparency. You know, when you're feeling like uh, I failed, this did not work. Actually, you didn't stay in it long enough. It really did work, you know, but at the same time, it might not be for a huge audience. If one person gets it, you know, and if you, first of all, if you get it, you're winning. I always say that when I, um, you know, mentor when I talk to clients, it feels like, you know, when you get a goal and they really get a highlight and you feel like you got an idea, it feels like you went to Disney World, you won a million dollars. It's that energy. It's like that feeling, that amazingness that I achieved something. I, yes. I'm the only one that celebrates. But at the same time, <laughs> when you celebrate, it's going to domino effect. It's going to be uh, 
contagious to somebody else, you know, and that's how you're able to really build that momentum and get out of that funk one day at a time. Don't give up on yourself. And that's really what I do with clients to let them know if you're winning today, let's do, let's do a party. Celebrate the small things, those small victories, Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's customary to celebrate the big things, but we never, and especially as women, we're always like, what's the next thing? What's the, they're moving forward and you don't look back. And so, you know, you hear women say, oh, I want to start a podcast or I want to be on TV or whatever it is they want to do. And they go, oh, well, I don't think I can do that. And I'll say, have you looked back in your history? Remember these times when you didn't think you were going to make it and you're here now to talk about it? That's called quiet strength. And if you have that kind of strength to get through that, then you can do this. And so I just find it fascinating when, you know, women say, oh, I, I just don't think I could be in business for myself. I'm like, look, you just raised four kids. You had a side hustle. You work it outside the home. You take care of the household. What are you talking about? So I think we have to pat ourselves on the back. And some days your small victory for that day is that you got through the day. Celebrate it. Yes, I got through to Friday. Every Friday I say the same thing. I made it to another Friday. (laughs) Yay me. (laughs) So everybody can celebrate that one. (laughs) Take it. Feel free. (laughs) So Lakeisha... You've talked about living on purpose and intentionally. And so when you say that to people, they're like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. But what does that mean in real life? What does that mean to the people that you are helping, the people you're talking to? What does that mean to them in pretend like I'm six and you're trying to make me understand this? Yes, I love that. Um, definitely living intention and living on purpose is really doing something that you want to do, not what others want you to do. So if I, my younger self, you know, my younger self really wants to eat this candy, you know, and then if I want to eat this candy, how can I achieve that with my, um, convincing my parent or whoever guardian with me that I really want this piece (laughs) of candy. So, okay. So I'm like, okay, so I know you want to eat this candy. So, all right, so what what can you do to eat this candy today? I know you want to eat it today. I know you want to eat that. Now, how can you get me to get that for you? Okay, you put your toys together. You put this up. You clean this space. Wow, I think I want to get you this candy. So I'm going to achieve that and give that to you. So it's almost doing those things that you're going to be able to elevate what you want to do for you personally, for your crafts moving forward ahead versus for anybody else. Just really achieving the success for yourself. Make sure you go ahead and make sure you um, cultivate an, an, an area for yourself to make sure you're doing something that's going to benefit you versus just doing it for somebody else. Make sure you do those things that need to be done. So as a child, you want you want to get that candy Okay, so do those things that's going to really convince that parent to get you that candy and that way they can get that for you. So it's just really doing things that's going to be a benefit for you. If you're in business, doing those things that's going to be a benefit for you. That's going to be a great buy-in and going to be a big support for you. And that's how you're really going to be able to get everything and being intentional for what's going to benefit you moving forward ahead. I love that. I think also, too, that when we want to do something, we talk ourselves out of it because we don't know how to do it. And when I started my podcast uh, during COVID, 
I knew nothing about podcasting, nothing. And I said, you know what? I have time. I'm going to learn how to do a podcast. And I did. So don't let that eliminate what it is you want to do. Okay. You don't know how to do whatever. How can you learn how to do that? And if you really want to do it and it's something that lights you up, you'll find a way. I'm telling you, you will find a way. And I think that's awesome, especially for women. Women are just like, what, you telling me no? Oh, watch this. <laughs> I'm going to do this anyway. <laughs> We're really good at that. Don't tell a woman no, because she will find a way to say, oh, really? Hmm. Okay. But you keep thinking that. <laughs> so... Lakeisha, you are also committed to saving lives as a court-appointed special advocate for abusing neglected children worldwide. How did you get involved with that? Yeah, so I got involved with that um, just by my local area and just by um, the court systems and that's going on moving ahead here. There are so many um, children that have been abused, you know, or neglected by, you know, their parent or their guardian that's, you know, um, within their homes. Well, they, these children have reached a point where, you know, they have been separated from their parents. So they have to actually have a process to even be able to um, legally see their kids again. So as a court appointed um, um, advocate, we're there to ensure that they reach, reach their court cases to make sure that they are talking to the judge and they're actually achieving success as far as we were um, connecting with their kids again, you know, by the guidelines of um, the court, because, you know, they're separated right now. You know, they may not get their kids again, but at the same time, it's an opportunity for them to be able to connect with them again and actually receive custody again from their children. So it's a rewarding opportunity. It's a rewarding engagement. And to be able to have, to be in that field was truly amazing because I was able to actually experience just what happens with um, children at that young age that really didn't have a, um, a buy-in. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They didn't ask, ask to be abused, but it happens with us all. And sometimes, you know, kids are separated and they just won't achieve the things they need to achieve. But for us, we're able to be that beacon of light for them and show them, listen, this is just a period right here. But please understand that it's just a period in time. You don't have to stay here. I promise you it will be over. It's going to be you're going to achieve success with your new parents right now moving forward ahead. So it's a great opportunity for us to connect with. I think it's hard when you're younger because I remember, do you remember back when you were a child and you couldn't wait for Christmas. It's December, right? And you ask your parents, how, how far away is Christmas? And they go, 10 days. Well, it might, as be, it might as well be 10 years to a child. 10 days is forever and one day to a child. So I think it's hard for them to navigate timeframes because it's seen, you know, if you said a week, that's a long time to a child. But also the fact that, you know, abused kids don't have a voice. They feel like they, they can't say anything or do anything and you feel kind of helpless or they feel kind of helpless. So I think that's really admirable that you chose to be in that field and helping these children and giving them that, that little ray of sunshine, that little hope, you know, that everything's going to be okay. So thank you for that. 
Let's talk about how you became a radio host. How did that happen? And why? Why did you choose? Or maybe you you didn't choose. Maybe you were chosen. I'm just going to put it out there. So the floor is yours, Miss Lakeisha. Absolutely. I love how you said that. I believe that we are all chosen um, to do what we're supposed to do in that path, you know, and just not knowing why. Right. But if you're being you're chosen, you know, the seed is planted. Um, but one thing about it, um, I began to be a radio host with my book, my first book, How Do You Get Unstuck? And it was just that. It was just how do you get unstuck, not to confuse the focus part. So um, I knew that I had something to say. I knew it had something to bring out to the world. So I began to, you know, have my book and I began to um, show it to the world. I began to show it to different platforms and I began to um, begin to be interviewed by, by my book. So going that platform, I began to connect with others and they began to actually tell me, listen, you probably should be in to do this because you're really good at this. Really just talking about this book is really a great platform for others to share. So I began to share it with other ministries and I began to um, just cultivate it from there. And with that said, uh, I began to get connected with someone who actually um, had their own radio show and they began to actually um, say, listen, I was giving your information you know, just how amazing you are. I really believe you should have a show on my network. And that's how it all started. And it's been on ever since. So I really appreciate it. It was great. I love that. I'm just going to speak on the book thing. Um, I got approached months and months ago. Someone said, oh, Kat, you should write a book. I'm like, please, you know, I've got nothing to write about. But everyone has a story or stories that maybe one person can benefit from. So I'm currently writing a book. Don't ask me when it's going to be done, y'all. Um, but what I love about it's, I'm going to put a plug out there to Holly Totten. She does what's called the New Author Intensive, and she her quote is, "Not everyone is a writer, but everyone can be an author." And I was like, "I like that. I think it's really cool." So is so you started the radio show. Did the podcast come after that or, or were they flipped? So I believe um, the podcast actually came after that. So the radio show was first. Um, I began to um, actually go out and be featured and actually um, interview other um, different, not only just artists, I began to be you know, musicians um, with churches, but then you know I began to interview others with their books as well too. So I began to um, travel when it comes to that in different locations. And um, I began to feature others with their um, their products and services as well, too. So it was really um, connected all together. So being a podcaster connected afterwards because, you know, um, just connecting those dots together, I didn't really understand this. I was a live podcaster at first. And then the radio part came afterwards. So it was pretty awesome. Um, wow, you did it kind of backwards. Yes. It's yes. like when a baby walks first and then they crawl right, you know, <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. That's kind of cool that you did it that way. Cause then when you actually did the audio, you're like, oh, this is a piece of cake. It's no big deal. So what kind of show is your podcast and what kind of guests do you have? Yes. Yeah, so, um, the, my podcast is Lakeisha Mosley show podcast. And the guests that I have is a group of people that come to, uh, pretty much talk about a particular topic. And we began to talk about um, purpose and began to talk about, 
you know, how to build again when challenges arise. So pretty much it's a cultivator of a lot of people, a lot of um, business owners, a lot of authors and a lot of um, executives, a lot of parents, teachers, all those things. They will all come in and just sit on the platform and begin to talk about that particular topic at hand. And it always breaches amazing um, success because it's their viewpoint. Everybody's viewpoint is honored. They're able to speak on their viewpoint because everyone's perspective is usually different. Absolutely. So it's a great way for all of us to engage with each other and break bread. I always say we break bread in my podcast. Let's sit down. Let's break bread. Let's have a conversation. We're all going to be winning here. It's always going to be safe. It's always going to be love. Mind you, everybody may not be a Christian. So I am one. I always tell people it's unapologetic on my show. But listen, if you're an atheist, if you are somebody that's been wounded by the church, if you're somebody that doesn't believe it at all, it's okay. As long as you're being respectful and you can come and have a conversation, I will give you the stage. And pretty much that's the conversation. And usually the show is supposed to be 45 minutes, but it lasts about an hour and a half. <laughs> you just get in that flow and you're like, we've been speaking for two hours. I love that. There are shows that I've done that was, I felt like there was so much more I could, you know, we could have gone on and on. And I think also when you're speaking, no matter what topic you're speaking on, I think if you come from a place of understanding, of wanting, asking questions to understand, not just assuming. And and I think you get to learn a lot. I'm an information junkie. I look up stuff all the time and get a little bit of information on because I want to know. And sometimes, you know, people correct me on things and I'm like, oh, wow, okay, that's good to know. But I think it's great that, you know, people feel this sense of ease being on your podcast, because that's what I want people to feel when they're on my podcast is we could just chat. We could just have a conversation. And that's what I love. And that and talking, y'all just saying. <laughs> so Lakeisha, when we speak about identity, so if someone is really just stuck in the weeds, what's the first step? If you could tell us in trying to, what questions do you ask yourself for? What's that first step in, in identifying what it is you want to do? The first step I will always tell people, I said, when we're talking about understanding what identity really is for you, um, really just the self-love first. I really just talk about how we um, really are treating ourselves and understanding what does loving yourself first mean? You know, what does that mean? You know, not anybody else, but what does it mean for you? So we began to dissect those type of questions and began to bridge that. So when I've asked you as far as what self-love means, then I began to say, okay, so you're, or do you love yourself? And if you do, okay, so then we always bridge from that. We can build from that, understanding what love means and understanding what value means, what's, what clarity means for you. What does character mean? I began to ask those questions. And when we began to ask those questions, People will ask the um, answer it, you know, really boldly themselves. Like, yeah, you know, I really do. Okay, so I I was mad today, but you know what? When I think about why I was mad, you know, I began to ask those questions, and when they begin to ask those questions, they're actually able to understand what identity is, and they're able to understand how they can build from that in a positive way. And there's no losses here. You're always winning. All you're doing is building character, understanding what you are, and the value of yourself. It's always love. So that's how we're able to build and understand uh, what identity is for themselves. And understanding who you are as a person. Yes. Because sometimes we don't, you know, we do all the right stuff, but we don't know who we are. Like I talk to women sometimes and, you know, 
they say, oh, I, I don't like being by myself. And I'm like, why? Do you do you not like yourself? I, You know, I just ask that. I'm like, wait, I don't understand. And it's being comfortable being by yourself alone and being comfortable with that. And then I think you can move on from there. So have you ever had someone who couldn't answer that question about self-love? Oh, absolutely. So I will always tell people, listen, um, our stories mean something. And I'm always tell people, listen, I have, I'm unapologetic to tell you my story. You know, I had to build to understand how being by myself in the movie theater was fine. And that was fun. And being by myself at a restaurant and really getting all dialed up and all with makeup and all that you know, was fine. That was actually something rewarding. So I had to build myself to understand those things. And that was, was able to build others to have understanding. You can be confident by yourself to understand who you are by yourself. And that's how they're able to bridge those ways of thinking with confidence to feel like no matter what happened in your life, okay, that happened, but I'm not going to stay there. I promise you, you were able to build bread and be able to grow from it and be by yourself to understand that you have so much value within yourself moving ahead. I, I love you said that because that actually happened to me. I, before I met my husband, I went 18 months without a date and I started going to restaurants by myself. I would go to the movies by myself. I go to the mall by myself and just be with me. You know, what did I like? What did I want? And it's kind of this freedom of, wow, I didn't know I liked that. You know, because when you're with friends, sometimes you go, oh, I really liked it. Like, oh, that sucks. That's a stupid color. Why do you like that? And you're like, oh, okay. You know, now as a confident woman, my husband will say, wow, you, why did you buy that? Because I wanted it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I like that color. It spoke to me. It said something to me. I bought it. There it is. But you have to be able to be confident in yourself to say that to other people. Because as if you don't have that confidence, you're like, okay, well, I'll take it back. Maybe it doesn't look good on me. Maybe I should have bought the color I wanted originally or something like that. So I, I think that's really important. It just, when you said that, it just sparked that image of me when I was going out by myself. And it really builds some self-confidence in yourself. You know what I, it, and I didn't really realize that, Lakeisha, until you started talking about it. And I was like, Wow. Okay. That's where that started. And then you start realizing the things that you like about you, being comfortable in your own skin, being comfortable around other people, being comfortable when other people don't like you. Because as a military brat, I thought everybody's supposed to like me. You know, why don't you like me? I'm freaking fabulous. Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> but then being okay that it's okay that not everyone likes you and being comfortable with that. So um, thank you for, you know, talking about that a little bit, but I have one more question about the, how to get unstuck. What's the first step in getting, if someone says they're stuck, whether it's, you know, in life, in business, what's the first step someone should do when they're trying to get unstuck? Yes. So I would tell um, anyone who feels like they are stuck and they really can't see clear um, I will always tell them, listen, first of all, there's so much greatness that's in you. And I really believe that you're great. But right now you can't see your greatness. So I would say, um, what was the last time where you felt like you really wanted to do something that was, you know, amazingly fun that no one else, there was no buy-in for anybody else saying, you know, that you wanted to do. And most people say, yeah, well, I felt so fun when I was able to draw. 
I felt so fun when I was able to write um, music. I felt so fun where, you know, it was just me and I had a fun time and no, I didn't, nobody had to get approval with anybody else. I would say start there, you know, and begin to be confident there. And then I promise you to build momentum when it comes to anything else moving forward ahead. So understand life does happen. You can't, sometimes you can't change that. But at the same time, you can do something today, move forward ahead as far as what you want to move forward in your purpose. And then I began to have those conversations to let them know that you're always going to win if you don't give up. There's no failures here. There's no failures. It's always winning. Just don't give up. You're never stuck if you stop. Absolutely. I think one of the things that I do when I feel stuck is I, I'll go outside and I'll just walk, you know just a leisure walk. And somehow it lifts the fog, especially when I'm trying to figure something out. And it works all the time. I come back in, I'm like, that's it. That's the answer. That's the way I'm going. So movement of the body helps to sometimes generate or get rid of that fog that's in your head or that that stuck feeling that you have. And that's saying you'll get unstuck, but maybe you can move forward just a little bit by taking some baby steps forward. Uh, Lakeisha, what do you have coming up that you can tell our audience about? Yes. So coming up definitely um, in my um, podcast, we're definitely talking about um, just really understanding love and how um, love when it comes to, you know, even for us in the military, you know, sometimes we know what love is, but we may not know. It's may not being a benefit for anybody else. So begin to have those dialogues when it comes to that. Um, I'm definitely when I, um, right now, definitely when it comes to, um, my veterans club, we're talking about how we can build a bridge when it comes to homelessness with veterans. So we're talking about that. So we begin to, uh, really have those dialogues to really, um, shelter with that. And definitely with my podcast and with my books, um, definitely I've been, um, definitely promoting my book, how to get unstuck, confused to focus has really just been a platform of mine. Just really wanted to, um, really share with the world to understand how you can actually build a bridge and understand that you can do anything moving forward ahead as long as you don't quit. So began to, to um, definitely um, promote those efforts of that book moving forward ahead. It's been a great opportunity. Well, Akisha, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you for all of the stuff that you do? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. So you can definitely find me um, on Instagram, on um, Facebook. You can find me on um, Clubhouse. You can find me on um, LinkedIn, um, on the Lakeisha Mosley Show podcast. Um, definitely you can find me there. You can also find me on um, my emails, um, LakeishaMosley.com. You can also find me on my link trees, uh, Move Forward Ahead. And you can always connect with me also as far as a, um, on my email, um, the Lakeisha Mosley Show dot bill. You can always connect with me. And as far as any other resources that I'm moving forward ahead, what I definitely have each week, definitely want to promote to the world today. Well, I'll make sure those are all in the show notes to you, Lakeisha, so everybody can have that. Because I, I don't write as fast as people talk. And then <laughs> I'm just saying, I have my issues, y'all. I don't know what to tell you. Lakeisha, thank you so much for being um, a guest today. I so appreciate you to saying yes to being here. And for all my listeners, you know what I'm going to say. Please stay safe. Take care of each other. Until next time. And remember, it's never too late to start your impossible. Mm -hmm.